Hello, I'm Eastside Hunters and Webmasters. Welcome to the Blockade Tips Tuesday podcast for July 19, 2022. And I'm your host, Mayanna. Tips this week include the Super Summer Sales Event is live, but it has limited time discounts, so jump on it. Our blog content SEO workshop is this week. New Gutenberg tutorials are posted. Our PHP 8 tests are underway, and several things are broken. And uh-oh, PHP settings are borked at most hosts. And finally, they released WordPress 6.0.1, and I sent out the update instruction emails. What the host caching proposal from the WordPress performance team means. A new plugin I'll be testing to add CAPTCHA to all forms, not just the contact form. Five tips to write the most clickable headlines and my challenge to you. The difference in hooks and clickbait. DDoS attacks are up 109% and how to protect your site from them. And five first steps to move from content creator to content entrepreneur mindset. So let's dive in. In blogate happenings, have you ever had a throwaway week? You know, one where you had big plans and none of it went like you planned and you ended up not getting any of your projects done? Yeah, that's what this full moon cycle was like for me last week. But things turned around as I worked a bit over the weekend to get caught up and I took that momentum right into the regular week and I'm plowing through my to-do list like crazy. And woohoo! The Super Summer Sales event's happening. I am slashing prices to their lowest levels ever this year. You get $100 off my courses, 33% off consults, and 20% off-site services like site audits and migrations. You can find the details and discount codes on the post. And some of these deals are limited to the first five folks who jumped on them. Now, I actually had to already lower that from 10 as I've already had folks contact me for the consult. So they're going fast. Blogade News subscribers got first dibs and have already scooped up some savings. So put this on a front burner and get your savings before they're gone. In Blogate course happenings, woohoo! On Thursday, we meet for our final regularly scheduled live workshop in the DIY SEO course, and we save the best for last. This week, we'll dive into all the things Google crawls and considers for your blog post. Now, there are well over 20 SEO opportunities on each post, and we'll cover how to take max advantage of all of them. Plus, we'll cover what not to do on post that makes Google and readers cringe. Now, it's never too late to get into this course. If you're serious about getting your SEO working hard for you and ranking high in search engines and going way beyond just keywords and such, then take advantage of the sales event and get in now. And woohoo! New Gutenberg Ninja tutorials have been posted. Those tutorials for WordPress 6.0.1 features have been published to the Gutenberg Ninja course. 
and an email was sent to course members on Sunday with links to all the new tutorials. In Blockade Village happenings, me and my BB Hubbards and my Webmaster Training folks have all been reporting in on what we found in our PHP 8 test. We found several plugins that are not PHP 8 ready. We did find a simple fix for a very popular plugin though, and we're still testing, and I'll be sending out a status report to my peeps as we go. And oh, I can tell you for a fact that you will run into issues at many popular hosts when they take you into the forced upgrade to PHP 8 in November. Their PHP 7.4 settings are not right now, and their PHP 8 settings are even worse, and they're going to cause your site to be down. The white screen of death on the login page, a mix of PHP directives from both cPanel and Cloud Linux, an increased risk of running into resource overages because settings are too high, slower site speed due to critical extensions not being turned on, and slower server performance for everyone due to those bad settings. Now, the two hosts where we've seen the most issues are A2 Hosting and Name Hero. I have zero faith that either one of those hosts know how to set up a server correctly anymore. And that's why me and most of my site audit clients have moved to Iridium Hosting. Nobody there has had any issue whatsoever with any PHP level that they're on. The servers are configured correctly and optimized for both speed and security. And did you know you can get an audit with your migration and save money on both? All right, y'all, that's all the happenings around here. Let's dive into this week's tips and news. In WordPress tips, as I mentioned, WordPress 6.0.1 finally released. Now, there were 13 core bugs and 18 bugs in the editor that got fixed in this release. And what took so long to fix were the issues with the FSE or full-site editing that none of us need or want. Now, I'm betting we can expect all bug releases through the next year to be held hostage by those FSE fixes too. BlogAid News subscribers got special update instructions last week, and I'm happy to report that all is well. Oh, and the WordPress performance team has a proposal for better host caching. Now, remember when I said that popular hosts have bought PHP settings? Well, part of that involves their server-side cache settings, more specifically, the lack thereof. And one of the groups in the WordPress performance team wants to introduce a new check that will show in your WordPress health module on your dashboard for the status of your host server-side cache settings. Now, this is going to cause a lot of site owners to finally be aware of just how poorly their host is performing. So I'm all for it, but... There will be a setting in this thing that hosts can turn off. 
And since Bluehost is one of those poorly set up hosts, but is also such a major financial contributor to the WordPress Foundation, my bet is that these bottom dollar hosts will make sure that their clients never see the truth. So, good idea by the performance team, but I don't expect budget hosts to let this thing see the light of day. And woohoo, Andrea at Team Yoast is one of the many contributors to WordPress, and she is currently working to beef up the accessibility's documentation for Gutenberg block devs, including the WordPress core devs. Right now, we are having to use a plugin to help us with blocks that are not fully compliant, like the buttons block. And it would be so nice to have more documentation so the devs can get things like this fixed in core. Plus, help the devs who make specialty block plugins like the Spectra blocks, formerly UAG blocks, and Cadence blocks and such too. And thank you to Team Yoast for all the corporate sponsorship they donate to pay folks to dedicate themselves to helping improve WordPress for everyone. In plugin tips, now you may recall a few weeks ago that I reported I was getting rid of Clean Talk and would be testing the combo of anti-spam B for spam comment filtering and then adding the improved version of Google's reCAPTCHA V3 keys to my formidable forums contact forms. Well, that seems to be working pretty well, but we all have way more forms on our sites than just contact forms, including the comment form itself, opt-ins, logins for members, e-com checkout pages, and more. Well, there's a new plugin called CAPTCHA for WP that can protect all of them. Now, I've got it on my test list, and I'll let you know how it goes. In content marketing tips, let's face facts. If your blog headline doesn't immediately hook a potential viewer, they're never going to read your content. A catchy headline piques interest. And this post titled Five Tips to Write the Most Clickable Headlines from the nice folks over at WP Explorer is chock full of tips and examples to help you come up with the best headline for your post. Now let's talk about the difference in hooks and clickbait. You are not going to catch fish if you don't have a hook. And no fish is going to bite just a hook. You must have bait on it. Now clickbait is a derogatory term that is now equated with bait and switch tactics. The headline tells you one thing to get you to click on it, but the post is a dud and is more about advertising than satisfying the desire to get new info that you came for. But you don't bait and switch. You deliver the goods in your content. So I want to challenge you to get over your aversion to clickbait. 
I want you to write the most sensational and provocative headline you can for your post and for your email subject line in your newsletter and see what happens. When you suddenly start catching more fish, you'll get over your aversion quickly and you'll never know if you don't take a step past your comfort zone with it. So, go read this article and just try it. You're not going to lose anybody over it because your content delivers and satisfies what your readers came to your site for. In security tips, oh, DDoS attacks are up 109% for the year. So has the internet been acting wonky for you lately? Yeah, well, there's a reason for that. Network layer attacks have increased 109% this year, according to Cloudflare's latest quarterly report. So what does this mean for your site? Attackers hit whole servers and router hubs the most, not just individual sites. But once they find your domain on those servers, they begin to target it. And they're looking for unsecured sites that they can break into and get through the back door to the host server itself. And then they have access to every site on that server and all of those server resources that they use to attack other parts of the internet. That's what a DDoS attack is. It's a distributed denial of service. Hackers get a hold of anything they can that's attached to the internet and use it as fodder to clog up the lines and overwhelm things like host servers and internet routers and such. The attacker stuff they have control of is coming from every kind of source. It's distributed. That makes it a whole lot harder to mitigate because it's not coming from just one source or one IP or even one country. So here's how to protect your site from DDoS hacks. The very best thing you can do to protect your site is to mitigate a DDoS attack before it ever hits your host, much less your site. That's what being on Cloudflare does for you. It's a third-party WAF, Web Application Firewall, and it stops the attack out there before it hits your host, and it never touches your site. But to work effectively, you need 30-plus settings configured properly on Cloudflare, and I have yet to see a host or many site techs, for that matter, know anything about configuring all of that properly. Setting up Cloudflare is one of the first fixes me and site audit clients do. We secure the site immediately. That alone brings a speed boost because now all of their hosting resources can be put to use for human visitors instead of chewed up by bad bots. More importantly, it defends your site from attacker bots even being able to try to hack through your site to the back door to get to the host server. Now, 
if the attacker is hitting the IP address of the host server itself, then the host has to mitigate it. And good hosts have good mitigation to ensure your site speed is not affected as much as it would be on cheap hosting. But you need to have your own hard-coded security set up on your control panel too in an effort to block the most bots possible from opening an instance of WordPress. Here's the thing. Host can only block just so much. They don't know where your legit traffic comes from. So, they can't get as specific about the blocks as you can. For instance, if you don't do business with China, then there's no need to let the Badu search engine bot crawl your site. It's the Chinese version of Google search. Nor do you need the Yandex bot, which is the Russian version of Google. Nor do you need 10,000 other bots from all the SEO agencies trying to crawl your site and give that info to your competition who is paying that agency to help them beat you. The security measures I put in place for my clients drops those bot hits 70%. Think about it. For most bloggers, that's between 10K and 30K hits a month that they don't have to pay extra hosting to handle. I saved one client $2,400 a month in hosting just by adding proper security to the site. It took me less than an hour to do. That one fix paid for itself hundreds of times immediately. And her site got way faster immediately too. Plus, her spam comments dropped to near zero, as did spam contact form submissions. And think about how much time you would save not having to deal with that junk. Now, add in how much peace of mind is worth to you. Are you ready to get your site on it now? Hmm? In monetization tips, for the past few months, I've been helping you move from a creator of passive content into an online business owner who is paid directly by your followers. The nice folks over at The Tilt have a super duper article to help you get going in that direction. It's titled Five First Steps to Move from a Content Creator to a Content Entrepreneurial Mindset. And the first step is to create your personal mission statement. This is so super important because it will help you redefine yourself and your goals. My mantra is I'm in business to make money helping people in that order. I invite you to write down your new personal mission statement. It will help you focus everything you do connected with your site and its goals and it will impact the content you write and how you write it and it will point your mind into new creative avenues and free you up to try new things that's the joy in it and we can all use a joy reset now and then right 
Let me know what you wrote down on paper as your new mindset and how it's opening you up to joy. Feel free to leave a comment on the blog or anywhere you see this post online or in one of our groups. All right, y'all, that's a wrap for this week's Tip Tuesday. Thanks for sharing this podcast and post with your blogging buddies and for leaving comments and reviews too. And be sure to visit blogaid.net for more tips and resources. And I'll see you online.